Hello and thank you for taking a moment to listen to God's word here at King City Church. Currently we are in a series Hope Hastening. We hope that this series will be a blessing to you and your family. Today we are starting a new series called Hope Has a Name. Amen. Hope has a name. We all are looking for hope in our lives. Is that right? Hope has a name. See, everybody, we are looking for hope in our lives, right? We all hope for something good to happen. We all hope that God will do something in our lives. We all hope that whatever that you're praying for shall be answered. You all hope that the food that you eat get digested well. You all hope that, what else do you hope for? Students, what are you hoping for? You hope that the exams will go well. You hope that it stays online. <laughs> okay. So we all have, you know, we all have different kinds of hopes in our life and as we start this 21 days of prayer we are also going to be on this journey of finding out the real hope that we have in our lives see Christ died for us he rose again on the third day and the hope that we have has a name and the name is Jesus if you need to understand the hope that we have, you need to understand the person of Jesus and you need to understand why he did what he did and you need to understand the hope that you have in Christ Jesus. I hope that at the end of this series that you will get the hope that the Bible is talking about. I hope you got that. During this series, many of you are going to have a life-transforming experience. An experience maybe for the first time ever in your life. If you've not accepted Jesus in your life, and if you want to know more about Jesus, then this series will absolutely help you. For those who have already accepted Jesus, if you've already know who Jesus is in your life, during this series, many of you will find a deeper meaning and a deeper purpose to walk with Jesus. These will be the two things that will happen at the end of this series. So I would really urge you not to miss this out and also bring along somebody who has not found Jesus yet. Amen? So that they will find hope in their life. This morning, I want to talk, about, talk on this title, Hope as a Name, and the name is... Can I hear a loud uh, response for that? And the name is Jesus. Jesus. And we are going to look at Jesus as a friend who was betrayed. I want to talk from this perspective as Jesus who is your friend, but he was betrayed. How many of you have gone through betrayal in your life? Like you've got this betrayal experience. Like somebody has betrayed you. Yes, there are a few hands. Only two people. Lord, I pray that those who have not experienced. 
Okay, now I'm seeing more hands. Anybody online? Anybody online? Come on, let's be honest here. Nobody. Okay, how many of you have betrayed others? Maybe I should change the question. <laughs> we have not actually experienced the reason being. <laughs> it's one of the most bitter experience. Right? I have experienced it many times. <coughs> and you see people doing this to you over and over again. And sometimes we don't know how to handle it. Today we are going to look at Jesus. Jesus, a man who came down to earth, a divine being, but yet he was 100% human being as well. He was fully God, he was fully man. But at the same time, he also was betrayed like you and me. And the reason that he was betrayed, we are going to look in uh, Matthew chapter 26. So if you got your Bibles, go to Matthew chapter 26. You can turn your Bibles, switch on your Bibles, swipe open your Bible. You know, whatever Bible you have. Okay. And go with me to Matthew 26 and stay there. And we're going to look at the reasons why Jesus was betrayed. And we're going to look at two characters. In fact, there are many characters that betrayed Jesus in that occasion. And we're going to look at how Jesus was betrayed during the time of crucifixion. Now, talking about betrayal, talking about Jesus giving us hope, the only reason we have received hope from Jesus is because Jesus took our place. Amen. Jesus did not die on the cross for us. He died on the cross instead of us. Now that's a big difference there. Jesus did not only just die on the cross for you, but he died instead of you. He carried the burden not just for you, but he carried it instead of you. He took your place. He took my place. If you look at Matthew 26, there's this familiar character that we all know. And his name is... The moment we talk about betrayal, we automatically think of Judas. And I'm going to speak on Judas. But we have a very sort of... Um, the moment you think of Judas, we think that, oh man, he must be such a, he must have a, such a criminal look. You know, like, uh, I don't know how you image, uh, your, your imagination is about Judas. The moment you think about Judas, he's like, oh, betrayer. But that was the one moment in his life where he betrayed Jesus. But actually, G, uh, Judas was a trusted disciple in the team. In fact, he was the most trusted person in the team. That he handled the money of JesusMinistries.com. He was the treasurer. He handled the finances of Jesus. He was trusted. He was not just some guy that was always like, everybody said, hey, I, we know you are going to betray Jesus. No biryani for you tonight. 
Jesus fed the 5,000. Actually, no, 4,999 except for Judas. The disciples were not like that. In fact, he was respected among the disciples. In fact, he was trusted among the disciples. In fact, he was given a privilege of taking care of them. He handled all the finances wherever Jesus went. And there were so many different situations where scholars say that Judas was actually a very reputable man while he was walking with Jesus. And that is why everybody least expected Judas to betray him. That's why betrayal is bitter because you least expect it. If you don't trust them already, it doesn't feel like betrayal. Am I right? Yeah, I knew he would ha- this would happen. That's why I kept my distance. Corona distance. But when you entrust a person, when you give them the freedom, and then when that person lets you down, that feels like betraying. Now Jesus was a friend, uh, Judas was a friend to Jesus. And Jesus knew exactly what Judas was going to do from the, even before he, he, he would have met him. In fact, Jesus took him on the team knowing what Judas would going to do. And if you are praying, Lord, remove, you know, why do I have so many enemies, Lord? Why do I have so many things? Many pastors would say this, Pastor, it's such a struggle. I just don't know who to trust and where to trust and when to trust. We often say this in many pastors' meetings. If Jesus had one Judas, so for every 12, if Jesus had one Judas, how many people are there in your church? Let's not go around and count 1 to 12 now. If Jesus could have a Judas, and there's a reason that man was placed there, then of course we are also going to face these things in our lives. Two, I want to talk about three reasons. Number one, why did Judas betray Jesus? The reason why <coughs> Judas betrayed Jesus is because he had a very limited understanding of who Jesus is. In fact, there was a lot of limitations in his life. Judas was ready to give up on Jesus because his expectations were not met. Judas had a political reason for him to join Jesus' ministry. If you go through the Bible, if you go through other commentaries, you will understand that Judas was part of a different movement and he joined Jesus' movement thinking that if I am with Jesus, he will kick the Romans out and if he kicks the Roman out, then he will become the king and if he becomes the king, then I will become the finance minister of the nation. So, he had his own plans and he thought that Jesus would come to that. 
And this is what Judas did. If you look at Matthew chapter 26, go with me to 26, verse 14 to 16, it says, Then one of the twelve disciples, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand Jesus over? Here is a man who handles finances for Jesus, is now bargaining for Jesus' head so that he will have more benefit. I just want to take that first, uh, in verse 15, the first line, what are you willing to give me? Does that sound a little bit like us when we pray? When we pray, Lord, I will do this for you, but what are you willing to do for me? Lord, I, I, I want to surrender my life to you so that you shall answer my prayers. Somewhere down the line, we have this expectation from God. We have this thing that, that if we do this for God, God will do this for us. The problem is many of our prayers are prayers of betrayal and prayers of bargain. God is not in the business of bargain. God is not, you know, when you pray, when you ask God, when you seek God, you seek Him with an earnest heart and you are His son and you are His daughter. Turn to the person next to you and tell them, I want to remind you that you are God's son, that you are God's daughter. And it's important we remember that. It's, it's important we understand that. So don't go for a bargain prayer with God. Lord, if I do this, what are you willing to give me? Basically, Judas was talking exchange for Jesus' head. And verse 16, it says, From that moment, Judas began looking for an opportune time to betray Jesus. And then there is another character in the Bible that betrayed Jesus exactly during the same time around. Who is that? Who's that? Peter. In fact, all the disciples betrayed him because they all ran away. But these two uh, disciples stood out because they said something. You know, it was, it was a little dramatic. Judas's was pretty dramatic. And you see that both of their end result was very, very different. J Judas did not understand what Jesus preached. Judas wanted Jesus to fight and rule over the nation and kick out the Romans while Jesus was preaching grace. He was preaching, love your enemies. That would have ticked off Judas. What do you mean, love your enemies? Maybe that's when he decided to betray Jesus. I don't know. It did not sit with him because he had different expectations. If you want to experience hope in your life, do you understand the one who is the hope of your life? That's my question for you this morning. 
if you want to experience hope the way you want it to happen that is never going to happen hello everybody with me if you expect hope to happen in your life the way you want it to happen turn to the person next to you and tell them ah it's not going to happen no man nah but if you understand the one who gives you hope and the hope of your life is with you which means that you are already living in hope you don't have to bargain anything for hope so understand grace judas did not understand grace jesus was just a means to his end why are you following jesus that's my question to you why are you following jesus is he a means to your end is it something that you just want for your life and somebody called out in the mic and said jesus will provide so you started following him no he's not just a provider he's beyond that he's not just a means to your end Jesus is your ultimate savior. If you look at Peter, Peter betrayed Jesus, but he also understood Jesus. In Peter's betrayal there's a difference between Peter and Judas. Judas was looking for a the Bible says he was looking for an opportune time to betray Jesus. Peter on the other hand during the supper he goes up and he says lord even if all these disciples betray you right in the middle of dinner you know he is that man who could stand up and speak even if amit betrays you even if prithvi betrays you i will never betray you judas had an opportune time and he was looking for he he had it fixed he had it scheduled tonight at 11 pm i shall betray jesus reminder peter on the other hand he had it scheduled saying that i will never betray you no matter what happens and jesus look at it saying i know there is a guy who's looking for an opportune time to betray me and i also know an opportune time is coming in your life a situation is coming in your life when you will also betray me now the question is who are you are you judas or are you peter you might not be looking for an opportune time to betray jesus but when situations come Peter betrayed saying he was in the most pressurizing political in the middle of political issue and he was at the courts where people identified him with Jesus and the moment Jesus was arrested everybody knew it's going to go crazy and he did not want himself to be identified with Jesus the man who said that I will stand for you no matter what said three times Judas betrayed with one kiss and peter betrayed with three confessions judas decided to hang himself 
but peter begged for forgiveness same disciples same group walked with same jesus but two different results you know why one understood grace one did not understand the grace of god one understood that it is him who is the hope one understood it is him who is the grace yes i betrayed him but if i go back to him if i cry my heart out if i ask for repentance if i ask for forgiveness he will forgive as you start 21 days of prayer today the first day are you a peter or are you a judas are you following jesus as a means to your end then an opportune time will come when you will say nah, i'm not that christian i'm christian but i'm not that christian that's betrayal i know jesus i love jesus but i don't want to talk about jesus to anybody that's betrayal that's like a married man saying i'm single but he's married you're in a covenant with god but somebody ask you do you know god i know but i i don't think i can share with you that much you know i'm not that of a christian our life needs to change this is why we are taking time out to pray and seek god for 21 days in joel you know 212 it says even now even now if you come and seek him it's not too late where where are you in your spiritual life sometimes there are things that happens in your life or comes into your way and there are so much pressure maybe financial needs or pressure from your relatives or pressure because of other situations are you giving up on jesus because of that are you waiting to follow jesus when things become better No you don't have to wait to follow Jesus when things become better in fact you follow him closely when things are not going well because he is and my only hope and your only hope he is the hope hope has a name and the name is Jesus the name is Jesus nothing else you know Romans 5:8 it says but God clearly shows and proves his own love for us by the fact that while we were still sinners Christ died for us Christ died for us Christ died for us while you are yet sinners while you are still a sinner he started loving you he started loving you he started pouring his grace on you he started giving hope to your life he started thinking about you he started welcoming you with his open arms his grace started flowing into your life in the middle of your sin what more god can do when you come to him when you cry to him when you call him abba father i confess i repent 
I changed my ways. I need you more than ever. Can we do that this morning? Jesus is a friend to you. Jesus was a friend who was betrayed. Jesus was a savior who was betrayed. Jesus loved us even though he was betrayed. He did not keep anything for himself just because he was betrayed. He poured out his flesh and his blood on the cross. So if there is one reason that you need to accept Jesus and walk with him, this is the reason. Because he loved you first, you can love him back. You cannot say no to somebody who cares about you, for somebody who loves you, for somebody who took your place. If you'd like to support our ministry financially, you can also by giving an offering at www.kingcitychurch.org forward slash give. And we will see you next week with a brand new sermon. God bless.